I want to talk about low expectations. What we see here in the gospel today, we might call a geography of low expectation. Nathaniel, speaking of Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth, says, Can anything good come from Nazareth? In contemporary American parlance, Nazareth would be flyover country. Because, you know, the cool kids are on the East Coast and the West Coast, and everybody in the middle is flyover country, and they don't count. It's like in in, uh, higher education in Britain, there's Oxbridge. You either come from Oxford or you come from Cambridge, or it doesn't matter where you come from. We approach people with a sense of low expectations based on geography, education, class. But what happens if people expect little from each other because they just can't be bothered? Case in point, I found myself sitting in an airport recently. Whenever I'm at an airport, there are no souls in purgatory. I don't like travel. And I saw a a woman there staring into her device, going like this, not unusual. And right next to her was her really lovely toddler son, about two and a half, three years old, an adorable little kid. And he was staring into his device. And the mother wasn't looking at her son. And the son was not looking at her mother. They expected nothing of each other. Not need, not amazement, not wonder, not delight. They already found adequate substitutes for each other at such an early age. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Is anyone from Nazareth worth my time? Nathaniel ended up a little bit embarrassed. And the world asks, does anything good come from God? How could God be worth my time? The world tells us that God, if he exists at all, is just a killjoy. Wants to get in the way of our fun. Wants to draw very brightly defined circles around the areas governed by the Sixth Commandment. Surely God, who doesn't want me to have intense pleasure, as I decide in the moment I want to have intense pleasure, isn't worth my time. Let's get rid of him. And we might protest. We might protest. We might offer explanation and argument and and testimony and, and so on. But still there is that hard question. Is God worth my time? Can I expect anything from God? Now, I don't mean a transactional God. I don't mean those hucksters who say, God can't be outdone in generosity. Meaning if you give God X, God has to give you X plus. That's superstition and magic. That's not faith and hope, and it's certainly not love. But I think we underestimate, 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 first of all, the absolute, infinite, perfect holiness of God. His incapacity to countenance sin and evil and imperfection. 
And then we underestimate the gravity and terror and horror of our own sin. As if a sinner will not have to confront the all-holy God someday. And worst of all, we underestimate God's desire to overcome the gap. By means of justice and mercy, reaching out to sinners like you and me. Our Lord revealed, I believe it was to St. Catherine of Siena, that God desires to save sinners more than a, a mother desires to run into a burning building to save her child. If we believe that, how much more time would we give God? How much more attention would we give God? How much more priority would we give God? It's very early in the new year. Some of us might still remember our New Year's resolutions. Let's have a profound examination of conscience. And ask ourselves, can anything good come from God? May God's holy name be praised now and forever. Amen.